Gemara in Masechta Yivam Mestav Chav Aleph teaches us Amrav Nachman Gerim. Since we've been speaking a halacha regarding Gerim, the Gemara asked the question: What is the halacha regarding Gerim and Shnius? However, also So since we're speaking about the halachic issues regarding Gerim, name Bemosa. We want to say a halacha regarding Gerim. Says the Gemara, what's the halacha? Achim and Aim If you have two Gerim who are brothers, they have the same mother, they shouldn't say Adis. Because we learned in the previous Gemara, Amalei Ravalor of Nachman, Chazimar Haimar Abonandosmarava. There was this person that came from Etzisrael. Vama Baba Marav, and they asked the following question at Etzisrael. Shneis Begerim. Is there halacha of Shneis Begerim? We're learning in our Gemara extensively the different Shneis. Allah goes with Shneis Begerim. Is there no halacha of Shneis Begerim? Amalei, to which he responded, Hashta, Uma Erva Gufa. The basic halacha of Arayas. Elav Shlo if not for the concern that the game should say, that the concern is that really a gayer should be permitted to marry his relatives. Because as the Gemara says, a gayer, when he's megayer himself, he's considered as if he's a newborn and he has no relations. The only reason... Chazal said that a person who's an erva, a ger may not marry her, is because Chazal were concerned that people will say that becoming a ger allowed this individual to be makel. Till now, were he non-Jewish, he would not be allowed to marry this woman, and now he is allowed to marry this woman. Elav, and not for the fact, that Chazal made a special, had a special concern, that the Gerim should not say, that becoming a Ger allows us to be lenient and permitted in something which we were not permitted till now. If not for that, Chazal would have never made Xera and have disallowed these marriages. Which is only... And certainly they are permitted to marry Shneas. So the Gemara continues. Since we're speaking about the halachas of Gerim, let us add another halacha. And that is, two Gerim. Both of them are Gerim. And as we just discussed, they're not really related halachically to each other. Still, they should not say Adis together. But if they did say Adis, the law is Adis. It's an acceptable Adis. And the reason is because halachically they're not related. And since halachically they're not related, we do not have here a situation where the two Adim are related to each other which would disqualify their edus. Achim and Av, however, Achim, if they're only brothers from their father, 
there they're allowed to say Eidus together Chatechila. However, and of course, point out to Rishonim, that the entire discussion we're having here in the Gemara is only regarding an Eidus that they saw after they became Gerim. Eidus that they saw prior to the becoming Gerim is not, they're not, they weren't Jewish and therefore aren't eligible to say Eidus. A Maymarmer, a Maymer is more lenient and he says not only Achim and Av who are Gerim may say Eidus, but even Achim and Aim, even if they're maternal brothers, so they're much more obviously brothers, Nami, they could say Eidus. Ask the Gemara, Umayshno, Mayrayis. The Gemara began that was stripped by Adam, by Gerim, regarding Hilchas Arayis. And as we explained, as the Gemara explained, So just like we have this concept by Arayis, Shouldn't we have the same concept by Adis? Answers the Gemara. Erva l'kol masura. Erva is a subject that everybody is is relevant to. Everybody may not marry an erva, and therefore we had to make exera. However, Adis lebezd masura. Adis is something that is only relevant to Bezdin. And Bezdin knows the halacha that Gershon is guy and and therefore need not be concerned how these Adam are saying, these two people are saying Adis together, even though they're brothers. Of course, the Mepharshim point out, of course the Mepharshim point out that this concept that the Gemara just said that Adis is a concept, that Adis is Masur Labazdin. So Mepharshim asks, why do we say that Adis is Masur to Bezdin? Many times we have Adam without any Bezdin. We have Adis by a wedding. Every wedding has an Adis, even though there is no Bezdin by Adam. So the Mepharshim explained two explanations I saw. One explanation I saw is that Adis, even when we don't have Adam, for example, by a wedding, generally, Adis belongs in Besden. Doesn't mean that every case of Adis happens in Besden, but most cases of Adis happen in Besden. Another pshat that I saw is that Adis, even by a wedding, since we know at a wedding we say Kedas Moshev Yisrael, the wedding that's taking place is Kedas Moshev Yisrael, so that means that the Rabbanon are involved in every one of these types of situations. Erva, of course, has nothing to do with Bezdin. Mepharshim asks, Tysus asks, and he makes this point a number of times in the Sugya, the Gemara asks a question, says Taishas, that just like by Erva, Chazal established a concept, Shlayamru, Bonu Mekedusha Kala 
Lekadusha Chamura. So too says the Gemara, we should say it regarding Edis. Shlayim Rubonu Mikadusha Kala Lekadusha Chamura. As Taisvis, that's applicable by Erva. Because as the Halochi is, by Erva, Bnei Noyach are also have restriction as far as Hilchas Erva are concerned. And therefore, concept of Shlayim Rubonu Mikadusha Kala Lekadusha Chamura is applicable. There is no halacha of Edis by Bnei Noyach. So why does the Gemara attempt to compare the concern of Shlayoimru which is applicable by Erva, and ask a question that why are we being lenient by Edis? So Taisus says that there's another concept involved in why we're being Machmer, why we have this concern by Gerim. Yes, there's a concern as the Gemara said explicitly, Shlayimru, Bonam Kedusha, Kala Kedusha Chamura. But there's another concern as well, and that is, Shiyavoy Lachlifa Bi Yisrael. We're concerned that if we're going to be lenient by Gerim, we're also going to be lenient by Yisrael and allow, for example, two brothers who are two individuals who are brothers to say Edis, not recognizing that there's a difference between Gerim and people who are Gerim, where we have Gershon, Nizgaki, Kotten, Shanoil, Adami, versus individuals who are not Gerim, where we don't have that concept. So in other words, and Taisha says, the same thing would apply by Erva Mena'av. The concern of Erva by Bnei Noyach is by Erva Mena'im, not by Erva by Av, why is the halacha of Erva applicable by Gerim? Not only by Erva Menaim, but even by Erva Menaav, for the same reason. The reason is because, besides the concern, also there's another reason, and that is because of the concern of Shlayavai. So the Gemara established Gershon is Geir Cotton Shanoil Adami. And the Chsam Seifer says that he always wanted to know where indeed did Chazal take this halacha from? Where indeed did Chazal get this concept of Gershon is Geir Cotton Shanoil Adami? And in fact, so I saw a number of approaches. There's a Balaturim. The Balaturim and Parashas Kisait say, on the Pasuk says, So what is the Torah presumably saying? That when there's an entire involving a Ger, when there's an entire involving a Yosem, we have to be extremely careful. So the Torah should have said, asked the Balaturim, Ger V'yosem. But that's not what the Torah says. The Torah says, Ger Yosem. What's the Torah teaching us? That every Ger, says the Balaturim, is a Yosem. Even if he biologically has a father, it doesn't make a difference. Because Ger Shin is Geyer, Kekotten, Shinoil Adami, and he's considered like a Ger. The Meshachachma says a different explanation. 
He says, the Pasuk says, the Torah says, after Kabbalah Torah, the Pasuk says, Shuvu lahem lachem lalechem. The Torah says that everybody can go back to their family, to their wives. Now let's think about it, says the Meshachachma. As we're learning now, there are many women that we as Yisraelim may not marry. They're considered a rias to us. But by the Akub, they aren't. But not that Klayasrol received the Torah. So how could they go back to those wives? They're erva to them. What is the answer? Gershon is Geyer to cotton Shinoiladami. And since Gershon is Geyer to cotton Shinoiladami, they were no longer relatives. And therefore they could go back to their wives. The curious cipher I saw has a different explanation. The Pasuk speaks about Vim Ainli Ish Goyal Goyal. The Pasuk says what happens if somebody has no relatives? And the question is Bihiyesh Odom Sha'inli Goyal is it possible for there to be a Jew that has no relatives? He doesn't have a father, he has a brother, he doesn't have a brother, he has a son, he doesn't have a son, he has a cousin, a distant cousin. How's it shy that he shouldn't have any relative at all? Says the Gemara, the person says, Ger Shemes Vainle Yarshan. It means that the Ger passed away and he has no Yarshan. But if his relatives that he had while he wasn't Jewish are still considered his relatives, so why is it pshat that so he does have relatives? Those are his relatives, his relatives from before. It must be because all of those relatives are halachically no longer considered his relatives. Why? Because Gershon is Gakakotan Shinagailatami. Rabbi Yosef Engel and the Sefer Goyoina Shas says a whole different explanation. He says, we don't really need a Pasuk to teach us that Gershon is Gai Kekot Dami. It's obvious, he says, that a Gershon is Gai Kekot Dami. He says, what happens when a person becomes a Ger? What happens when a person becomes a Ger is that he becomes totally disconnected from any of his previous relatives. And those relatives, he's not the same person. He's now a Ger. And therefore, it's obvious that he's a completely new individual, nothing connected to what was previous. And in fact, I saw that the Chidor quotes Darizal. He says that the wording of our Gemara is somewhat difficult to understand. The Gemara says, Gerim Gershon is Geir Kikotn Shanoiladami. And the question is, why is it Gershon is Geir? The answer is, it should say, Goishen is Geir. He's not the same person. Why does it say Gershon is Geir? Because says the Chidah, the name of Arizal, that every person who becomes a Ger was really, his Neshama stood by her Sinai. He was maybe not born to a Jewish family, but really, he's part of the Jewish people. 
Now he went through the process of becoming a ger. And that's why the wording of Gershon is Geyer. He's a ger. He's not a Goshenes Geyer. He's a Gershenes Geyer. And perhaps this would have very significant relevance to a halacha that the Ramah discusses in Shulchan Aruch Arachayim Simen Mevav Sif Talit. The halachas that are being discussed there, uh, the halachas of Birchas Hashachar, and the halacha is, says the Shulchan Aruch, Tzarech Levar B'chol Yoyim Shloyosani Oivik Echavim, Shloyosani Oved, Shloyosani Isha, says the Ramah, Vafilu Ger Yochel Verech Kach. He says that even a Ger can make a bracha, and the Mishnah Bruce says, what's the bracha Ger should make? Shosani Ger. Then the Mishnah Bruce says, that maybe not, that the bracha of Shosani Ger doesn't make sense. Shosani, Shloyosani Isha, Shloyosani Oivikachavim, so that we make, because that's what happened to us, not because we made it happen. Gear, on the other hand, was not something that happened to him. He made himself into a ger. And therefore, he doesn't, to say shasani ger, doesn't make sense with the order of these brachas, where there's a difference between what I do versus what happened to me. Says the remark, he certainly should not say Shloyosani Akam. He shouldn't say Shloyosani Akam. Akam How could he say Shloyosani Goy when he was indeed born a Goy? That's what the Ramah says. However, I saw that there are many Paiskim that hold that even a Ger could say Shloyosani, that even a Ger could say Shloyosani Goy. And the question is, how could he say it? How could he say Shloyosani Goy when he was indeed born a Goy? The answer I saw is because, as we just said, why is he called a Gershonis Geyer? Shouldn't he be called a Goyshonis Geyer? So, one Teretz, which I think is what the Magna Avram holds, he says that every night we return our neshama to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And when we return our neshama to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he gives it back to us. So when this person, this scare, wakes up in the morning, he has a new neshama. And that's the neshama, Shalai Goy. That's not the neshama of an Akum. That's one shot. That's the Magan Avram's approach. The other approach is what we said before. That every ger really has in him a spark of Kedusha, a spark of Yiddishkeit from when he was created. He doesn't necessarily, he, that spark wasn't necessarily evident, but it was there from when he was created, and therefore it's appropriate for him to say, Ger Shonaz therefore it's appropriate for him to say, Shloyosani Goy. This concept of Ger Shenizgai Kekotn Shenoyladami, we know, says Seder Paiskim, that a person who's a Balavera, certain Averis at least, may not, a person who's, who does certain Averis, 
is not allowed to be a kosher aid. Now we're learning, when this person is a ger, he becomes a Jew, and, he beco- and he's certainly allowed to, ma- he's allowed to say edus. But the question is, let's say he did averis while he was a ger, for which he never did shuva. So is he a kosher aid or not? So the chidah in the Birke Yosef, in Choshe Mishbet Simen Lamedalad, Sif Katan Chavches, says that included in the concept of Gerish and Esgayer, Kikotan Shnoiladami, is included that his Gerus is included that his Gerus is completely a full fledged Gerus and and he's not connected to what happened before, and since it has no connection to where he was before, he his Averis from before also don't count. To conclude this year, I saw a fascinating story quoted in the Safer State Siphon. He speaks about an individual who was a gear. He left his family and totally disassociated himself from his previous family. And then after he became a gear, he became very sick and he passed away. He left over one son. That one son um, did not have anybody in the world. His parents had gotten divorced and he, this son lived with his father a very difficult life. No relatives because his father was a gear. And after he, the father passed away, there was someone who got hold of this boy and tried to tell him that he has grandparents, obviously non-Jewish grandparents, living in Arizona, living far away, and he should go back to them and have a family. And this child, Nebuch, completely alone, was about to do this. The night before this individual, this, who was trying to convince him to leave Klai Yisrael and go back to his non-Jewish roots, that person was a healthy person. All of a sudden, he died suddenly. And this boy realized that a Gershon is guy could cut dummy. Yes, that when a ger is born, he is completely he's completely alone. He's completely disassociated from his previous family, but as much as he's completely um, disassociated from his previous family, Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't disassociate from from him. On the contrary, Hakadosh Baruch Hu watches over him. And here too, HaKadosh Baruch Hu watched over this boy that he should not leave the Jewish people.